When Christ created the world, He first created the heavens and the earth. And He saw that it was good. And He created the light and the moon and the stars. And He created the water and the land and the birds of the air and the fish of the sea. And then He created His greatest creation. He created man in His image and in His likeness. And at the time, he had one commandment. That was, don't eat of this tree, or you shall surely die. But he broke that commandment. And in breaking that commandment, he got a whole bunch more. Because life became very complicated when sin was introduced into the world, and man became a prisoner. So instead of one commandment, he now had ten commandments. So in God's creation, there was great joy, and it was beautiful, and it was good. But then there was the recreation. That is, that God could not stand to see us in a state of confusion, of anxiety, prisoners without freedom. And so he came to recreate us. And that recreation was not as joyful as the creation. He used different tools for the recreation. He used the tools of spittings and scourgings, buffetings, of scorn, of mocking, of a purple robe, of a reed, a sponge, vinegar, nails, the spear, and above all, the cross. These were the tools that it took to recreate us, to set us free. Tonight we lived the passion of Christ, and in it we saw the problem of Christ. He asked his disciples, who do you say that I am? Tonight we see several answers to that question. A lot of confusion, a lot of uncertainty, and a lot of fear. Who are you? You say you are a king. The king of the Jews. People saw who he was, but they didn't understand who he was. In the first gospel lesson tonight, John gives us 20 pages of theology telling us who he is and telling us who we are in relationship to him. And he says that we are like branches connected to a vine. And the branches that don't produce any fruit are cut off and thrown into the fire. He established our relationship with Him, that we have to to stay connected to Him in order to bring forth fruit. If we want to remain free, He is going to prune us, to cut away the branches in order to help us produce more fruit, in order to stay free. We saw even the disciples themselves struggled with who he was. 
Peter was so sure that he would never, never deny Christ, that he was ready to die for him. And yet before the rooster crowed, he denied him three times. But Christ received him back because he had a greater vision of what Peter could become, just as he has a greater vision of who we can become if we abide in him. The crucifixion, the worst form of death, and innocently suffered by the Son of God, shows us that he loves us so much that he's willing to do anything for us. And he's done something that most people would never experience or have to go through. But he tells us to trust him, to follow him, to take up our cross, because he knows if we do that, then we will maintain our freedom and that we will abide in him and that we will bring forth much fruit. And as he lay in the tomb three days, we, his church, anticipate his glorious resurrection. So tomorrow night we sing the Lamentations Lamentations not of sorrow or sadness, but lamentations of joy for that which he has accomplished. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.